There's a room bar we're at in South Beach, man. $35 drinks, right? One drink, 35 bucks. Friggin' insane. We're drinking down there, and I'm thinking, you got a million-dollar budget to be drinking over here, man. $35 drinks, my goodness. So the bartender was gay, right? And, man, I totally pretended to be gay in South Beach because the drinks were so damn expensive, man. Man, so I just played the role, and I flamed the F out, so I didn't flame the F out of my wallet, man. I think I played it pretty well. They're looking at me first like this. They're looking at me like, what the F is wrong with you? What the hell are you doing? I'm like, hey. I'm trying to drink for free over here, man. Y'all, y'all can pay 35 bucks a drink, man. You go order 10 drinks, man. You're out 350 on that one, man. Welcome to the Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. It's the Week 14 Fantasy Football Recap Show. Welcome to the Flex. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. Getting ready for the game tonight. Uh, looks like I'm going to make the second round in all my fantasy leagues. So, looking pretty good. Well, I can't say one league... We're tied, and he has Deion Lewis, but I have Landry and Drake. I'm pretty sure that's a solidified win. What league is that? The Listener League. Oh, yeah, that's right, the Listener League. I have a buy in that league. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I have a buy in all my other leagues. How about you? Yeah. Uh, man, I moved on in all my leagues except for one where my I just had bad running back luck, man. I had Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, and Ty Montgomery, so pretty much SOL on that one. Lost a big worm, man, in round one in that one. Lost by 20 points. Probably going to be more than that because I believe he has Landry going or something. So, yeah. I got Deion Lewis, but that's not unless he puts up like 60 points, man, like a Kareem Hunt week one, 50 points, something like that. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Everywhere else, still looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. But, um, good thing we didn't play any of those leagues you're going to win in because I'd have beat you and all. I don't know, Mac. I got around 175 in a couple leagues there. I don't know. Pretty, pretty good week, man. Pretty good week for me. But, uh, man, real quick, man, let's just get to some hot takes from week 14 here. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot takes. Hot, 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 hot. What are your takeaways, man, from week 14, week one of the fantasy playoffs? I heard some people try to get cute and sit Russell Wilson for Alex Smith. Like we said, don't get cute. In the playoffs, don't don't debate your matchups. Like, if it's example, like it's an Evans and Dez debate, that's different. You can get cute. But once a Russell Wilson, Alex Smith, I don't think you can take a chance of playing Alex Smith against the Raiders over the way Russell Wilson has been playing this year. I agree, man. Just an example. Not here for sure. Russell Wilson, even against the Jacksonville deep man, and he did throw three picks, but still threw three touchdowns. But for me, man, my takeaway from week 14 is this. The 2017 NFL season is very like Game of Thrones-esque. Like early in the season, right? We all fell in love with Deshaun Watson. Then he met the untimely death. He's like the first one to go, really, that really mattered, I guess. But it was all right, though, man. We still had Aaron Rodgers until we didn't. (laughs) And uh, Carson Wentz, though, he was something new and exciting. And he kind of assumed that lead role as, like, must-see QB. And then he succumbed to the black shit of death, man. And leaving only Cersei, Cersei, really, you know, to don the crown once again, man. And continued ruling the Seven Kingdoms. You think Drew Brees is going to hit it again? I'm on the same boat. Or Big Ben, I'm right there with you. 
Yeah, I think we all know who uh, Cersei of the NFL would be. Everybody loves to hate this guy, Tom Brady, man, but he just keeps it going. And it's going to be like a last man standing. I'm pretty sure, man. And if Brady's still standing, I don't know. But if Brady goes down, man, I'm done with 2017. I'm not watching a game that plays out like it's friggin' 1946. Like, and they're like, and John Michael Farnsworth hands the ball off to a newly promoted running back out of the great state of North Dakota, William H. Tuckman. And there he goes up the middle for a gain of. Three feet. Nah, man, I like passing. I don't want to see just the uh, old-ass school football just running in between the tackles, leather helmets, clotheslines. No thanks, man. I don't know. I don't like all these quarterbacks. This is definitely the year of the backup quarterback, and I don't like it. Oh. All that Rins hurt is looking more solidified with my uh, Saints and Panthers faith this year. I've had in them. Yeah. And the way Big Ben played last night against that Ravens defense, you you say you're not worried about next week, but you better start. 66 pass attempts. Yeah, man. Crazy game there. Uh, Were you surprised that uh, Pittsburgh was able to come back down by nine in the last four minutes in that game? I was surprised that the game was that high. I'm surprised. That's the first team all year the Ravens led, I think, over 250 passing, maybe 200. I don't even know. But, yeah, I was super surprised. Oh, man, same here. Same here. I couldn't believe it. Man, hey, credit to those guys, man, on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, over 500 yards. Pretty impressive, man. Let's get to some NFL news here real quick. Eh, so unfortunate, man. Carson Wentz leaves Sunday's game against the LA Rams with a torn ACL, has been confirmed today. I absolutely love Wentz, man. He yeah. is probably, he's probably my favorite quarterback of this new era, this new watch. generation. Just think about it. Last year draft, you got Wentz. Golf and Dak. Our future's looking pretty good to watch good quarterbacks. And you got Watson this year. That's true, but uh gonna pump the brakes a little bit on that because in 2012, we had Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, Ryan Tannehill. Wilson's still doing his things. Yeah, he is. He is. But uh who am I missing in that draft class? I don't know. There was a slew of quarterbacks in 2011, 2012 that people thought were gonna be the no oh, RG3, you know, next big wave of, of uh new age quarterbacks and Man, just Wilson stands alone right now. I'm sure luck will be fine eventually down the road. But back to Carson Wentz real quick, man. I appreciate I appreciated his display of toughness. Still playing, finishing out that drive with that bum leg, man. Dangerous because if he got hit one more time in that leg, he'd probably been RG3 too. Yeah, it was dangerous. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I love Wentz, man. But I'd be lying if I wasn't screaming at the TV to just sit the F down, man, you dick. Because thanks to that last touchdown pass, post-injury, the dude I'm playing in one of my leagues, man, has a chance to come back in, in week 14 tonight. I don't think he will, but if Wentz left the door, he kind of left the door of possibility open on that one by throwing that fourth touchdown pass. Just slightly, though, just a crack. Hey, the only you're safe in is your two leagues you to buy because you're up 36. The guy has Landry. He, Landry has scored 37 in PPR, but you know the other league is going to be close because... He has Dwayne Allen and a couple other players, and he's down 12, two defensive players. So that'd be kind of closer, three defensive players. I have a guy going too, though. So I'm yeah, not... Devin McCourty, but if that guy yeah. gets one pick six, we already know what that means in Dynasty. Game over. Yeah, with the IDPs. Yeah, pick six. Yeah, that would that would definitely uh, change things. I'm I not doubt expecting that'll happen, that. but uh, you yeah. never know. Cutler's playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. He's good for two, two a game, it seems but like. I think he has like Sue, and I don't know what other quarterbacks he has. He's got uh, Malcolm Butler and Dominican Sue, Jarvis Landry. Oh, no, Dwayne Allen. Oh, if he had Landry, you know you'd be done. Oh, yeah. If he had Landry, yeah, that'd, that'd be another story. It should be fun. 
be nice yeah. 58 degree kickoff time I, I got i'm ready i got my gear on ready to go yeah yeah we're going down there tonight man yep doing a little promotion there other NFL news real quick. Eli returns as starting quarterback for the New York Giants and makes fans realize that maybe they were a little harsh on the Eli benching because, man, he looked like Dick. He looked they were in the game to the fourth quarter. Yeah. No, they were. They were. But, man, he just didn't play well, man. Then Dallas just blew him away. But uh, real quick, man, who was your... The MVP. All right, Jeff, who was your MVP of week 14, round one of the playoffs here? Listen, a lot of people got down on a, obviously MVP, we could say Bell because the way he performed, but I think a lot of people didn't feel comfortable about playing Kareem Hunt. And he, I said he would get over 100 in a TD in total yards, and what you got over 100 rushing, and you got a couple of receptions, and you got a TD, got you around 20, 25, 27, 27 in PPR, right? Something like that, 22. PPR. Yeah, 27. I think he has to be the MVP because the way he played. He did, man. I was happy to see week. that. For me, my MVP of Week 14, and I was shocked because I was down on him in this matchup, man, is Jordan Howard. A lot yeah. of people down on him after struggling against the A lot uh, of people sat him too, I think. Yeah, against some mediocre opponents. He's been struggling the last couple of weeks, man. He definitely stepped up for your fantasy playoff team. 23 carries, 147 yards, two touchdowns, 28 and a half points, man. Like you're on base with me. Like I don't think... Bell or Brown or Thomas or MVPs because they're solid, solidified starts no matter what. Yeah, they're must starts. It's just guys who had who stepped up their game like they for your fantasy team. Yeah, a lot of t- play, people played John Stewart too. So yes, they yeah. <laughs> we don't know why. Bust of the week. Here's your bust of the week. I suppose this segment could be used in more ways than one. I'm have to go, with my, boy. Have to go with my boy. I think I'm sitting him this week in two leagues. Mike Evans. Yeah. Two for 25 on five targets. Five targets. He averaged nine or 11 targets last year each game. Yep. I thought you might be going Mike Evans, so I went. I have a 1A, 1B here, man. That was a tough one to choose. I, I have Lamar Miller against the worst rush defense in the NFL. Lamar Miller got hurt in the first quarter, first quarter I think. Still, man, struggled. He had, still had over 15 carries. and got 53 hurt, got knocked yards. out of the game. What's that? He got hurt and got knocked out of the game first or second quarter. He still had 17 touches. Yeah, early. Yeah, man, but just eight fantasy points. Jameson Crowder's another one, just three for 34 yeah. against the Chargers. I kind of expected Josh Doxson to falter a little bit in that one because I thought he'd be on the number one corner there in the deep route. But Crowder, man, disappointing. All right, how about uh, how about this one? Blindsided. What the hell happened? Didn't see that coming. Like the color purple. When the chick pulled out that big ass, well, you know the scene. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Who was your surprise, man? It just came out of nowhere and just just shocked the hell out of you this week. We already mentioned his name, Jonathan Stewart. Same here. Three Same touchdowns here. over 100 yards rushing. 20.3 points, man. Yeah, 103 on the ground, three TDs, man. Impressive. RB6 this week. Crazy, man. Oh, and how about uh, some mistakes by us here real quick? Beer goggle picks. I'm naked. I know you got boiled peanuts in those pants. Do we have sex? Mm. Man. Yeah, it helps me win. Nice. Going from begging him to kind of dress. What's up, my boy over there? You're going to regret that in the morning. I immediately regret this decision. What'd you do? Um, your asshole, I guess. 
Who was who was somebody in week fourteen that just came back to f you in the a in the ass, man? Who, name one player that just and I mine. I'll, I'll just do mine real quick. Man, mine was uh, Mike Evans because I say Jimmy Graham got you zero. At least Mike Evans got you four. That's that's a good point. I like the Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, Graham one too. Was projected a top five tight end. Mike Evans was the top yeah. twenty player. True. His, floor, his 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 high was top fifteen. Jimmy Graham's floor could have been number one with Gronk being out as well as Ertz being out. Oh, I know. I was expecting big things for Graham, and he definitely disappointed as well. You didn't even think of him, did you? No, I didn't. I, I just went right to Mike Evans because, man, I was just thinking, man, that's somebody that you don't really want to start, but you feel like you kind of have to, you know, and then you're like, well, I might regret that in the morning. And, man, those who start on Mike Evans against – Going against some of the advice too, man, because he's hasn't hit double digits. He's hit double digits twice in the last like ten weeks. You're saying Mike Evans, he got you four point five. You can even say Jimmy Graham, he got you zero. You started a guy who got you point zero negative point zero two. Negative point two zero point two. You started a guy got you negative point two. Aaron Mother effing Jones, man. Are you a believer in Jamal Williams yet? Norm told me yesterday. He finally goes, Jeff. You're right. Jamal Williams is a good player. I said, I told y'all he's a good player. He got hurt. That's why he lost it. That's why he was drafted before Aaron Jones. You know, I'm worried. Actually, I want to get into that real quick too, man, because I'm worried that next year, Green Bay's going to be a committee, a straight committee with Montgomery doing third I think third Montgomery downs. is going to play a lot, but I think they're going to do that, um, the, the three option. What does that call them that we got the running back? Three-man rotation. No, no, you got the, the T wing or something like that. You have a running back on the left, a running back on the oh, right. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna do that. You think so? With Aaron Rodgers, I don't think Ty, they're gonna do Ty that. Ty's gonna catch the ball a lot. We know he's gonna be third down back, but Jamal Williams proved he can catch. And I think Aaron Rodgers come back this week is gonna be a huge boost because Jamal Williams can run the ball now. So now you can't stack that box. So yeah, if you're hanging around, you got Jordy still. I think if Aaron Rodgers gets activated this week, which he most likely should and gets cleared, I think. Everybody on Green Bay's a go. Jordy, Adams, Jamal Williams. Oh, all could finish in the top five in their position. Obviously, Adams and Jordy know in the top eight, ten, them both playing. Yeah. They're, yeah, big things in store for Green Bay, I think. Nostradamus. Thank you very much, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Or Nostradamus. You dumb asshole. I'll just run through a quick, just quick ones right here, man. Some quick hitters. You can run through some of yours here, man. I mean, where I was good, man, I was good on my shit picks, that's for sure. I thought Will Fuller would struggle. I thought Cam would be under 18 points. Christian McCaffrey, I thought he had a tough go with it against Minnesota. Where I was wrong real quick, man, Jarek McKinnon was probably the worst one I was wrong on. Seven and a half points for him. I thought he was going to have a bigger game going against the Carolina defense. How about you, man? Give me just a couple good ones, a couple bad ones here. Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, about to say those two guys. I was high on them this week. Yep, yep. You know, down, Jimmy Graham let me down. <laughs> Yeah, he did. I thought Crabtree got 14, but I thought he's gonna have a lot better day than that. Yeah, no, I agree. Fantasy recap. All right, man. Let's start with the on the fantasy recap. Let's start with the San Francisco 49ers defeating the Houston Texans 26 to 16. Man, I was right at G- New Hopkins too, and you you were kind of down on New Hopkins this week. I wasn't down on him. I just thought that um, I Larry wasn't Fitzgerald. Either. I thought he was gonna do good. I didn't think he was gonna do that good. Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna do that good either. I thought he'd probably go somewhere like uh, maybe 16 fantasy points. I thought Larry Fitzgerald would have a better week than he did. Yeah. But, but uh, hitting on this game real quick for 49ers, man. Jimmy Garoppolo started off slow in the first half. Second half, man, he's just lights out. 
334, just one touchdown, threw a pick early in that one. Carlos Hyde, man, 14 carries, 78 yards, touchdown, over five and a half yards a carry, not bad. You know, you'd like to see him be a little more involved in the passing, you know, passing game here, which he wasn't at all. Marquise Goodwin, though, man. We both Six. hit on him because we thought he was going to have a good game, too. We both agreed he'd have a good game. I just didn't think a top 20. Yeah, for sure. Marquise Goodwin, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, 6 for 106. Yeah, solid game. Surprised He's Carlos right Hyde. Yeah, just, I don't know if you can start him next week. I'm worried. Carlos Hyde? Yeah. He's running well, man. He's running well. He's just 13 PPR points, 14 points in a PPR is not good. Oh, a PPR, yeah. He had zero catches yesterday. Yeah. Tough for him, man. How about the uh, Houston side of the ball, man? New Hopkins. Are you worried about New Hopkins and the TJ Yates is going to be playing quarterback most likely? No, because uh, when he came in, he got a lot of play from Yates. I think he got a touchdown in like 60 or 70 yards from him. He had two touchdowns, 175 yards passing too for TJ Yates. He looked good, TJ Yates coming in, but a lot of quarterbacks will come in like for injured quarterbacks play well, and the next Just, week they'll shit the bed. Like, I hate to say this. Imagine Hopkins had like Brady or Rodgers or Big Ben as his quarterback, what kind of receiver he would be. He'd be pretty damn good, but he's pretty damn good with Deshaun Watson, too. It targets him like friggin' 15, 20 times saying, a game. Like, Watson's a good player, but, you know, with a veteran quarterback who can annihilate a defense and hit the ball where they got to be with those three guys, like, it would be Hopkins would probably break so many records. And just the way he's played the first four years of his career with horrendous quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited to see when Watson comes back next year if he keeps it rolling, how good that receiving core could be. Yeah, I agree, man. Lamar Miller struggled, like I said, 17 carries, 53 yards, just three yards of carry there. Andre Ellington, man, he was a he was a big letdown this week, man. People thought he was going to kind of play a little more receiver in the slot there with some of the injuries that the Texans have suffered. Nothing going there. But, yeah, Hopkins, man, 11 for 149, two touchdowns. Will Fuller, nothing special there, three for 26. Steven Anderson, man, big disappointment. Huge. A lot of people started him this week. He was a hot name off the wire. I started him in daily, but I think that's going to be your Achilles heel. You, I think you, I don't think you can start him next week. I think you got to start. It's going to be hard for you in PPR with another tight end. There's, there's no one out there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. I think you got to run with him though. I think he'll do okay next week though. Yeah. I mean, how about this, man? Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo, Carlos Hyde, Lamar Miller, or Marquise Goodwin in the final two weeks of the fantasy playoffs? That's a tough question. I'm going to have to pass on Garoppolo because I like my quarterbacks, but um. I have Hyde in a couple of leagues, but he's probably going to get the bench next week, depending on their matchup. Who do they play next week? Oh, man. I don't even know who they're playing next week. I'm not sure yet. I have to look at the schedule. So I would have to just take Hyde just because the volume he's going to get every game. I think he gets the most volume over anybody. Yeah, if I had to rank these guys, man, I would have Hyde 1, Goodwin 2, Garoppolo 3, Miller I'm done with. Never playing Miller. Yeah, me either. Uh, true or false here, man. Banging your head against the wall will burn 150 calories per hour. It might be false. I think you burn more calories, but I'm going to go true. That'd be right. <laughs> I'm at Indianapolis Colts. Drop one in a blizzard, man. In Funnest Buffalo game of 13. the day yesterday. It was what? Funnest game of the day. Oh, For players? If you could see it. <laughs> McC- McCoy said, he said, it was such a fun game because when you got tackled, it felt like you're falling on a pillow. <laughs> it didn't hurt. He goes, we didn't get hurt at all. And like he knew he was excited because too. when he saw the weather report, he knew he said word to word. He goes, I knew I was getting at least 30 carries. Yeah. Yeah. What? Not a lot of passes in that one, man. Buffalo wins this one 13 to 7. passes, I think, total. 
lowest since like 2005 or four. Uh, I think Brissett, uh he had 22 attempts, just 11 completions, 69 yards, one touchdown. So Peterman didn't do anything. <laughs> no, he didn't. Frank Gore, though, man, he had himself a day. Who oh would have thought Frank Gore, his age, would get 36 carries? He was excited, man. It was just a cool game to watch. That wind was whipping. People trying to kick field goals. 20 yards out, and the ball would just start great, and then, woof, there it goes. Yeah, 130 yards. got a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that the Colts didn't use T.Y. Hilton more, man, like in a little screen game, you know what I mean? Just let him run. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Chuck Pagano's going to be fired, by the way. He's terrible. Did you see those BS play calls that he was running around over there? Oh, my God. It was just. You can't have a. He had his game plan, and he's still running the regular game plan. The Bills, their game plan out the window, like, hell with this. Let's just run the ball. He sucks, man. Uh, People slipping and sliding every which way to try to cut one little shortcut, and they're broke. Yup. LaShawn McCoy, though, big game, man, like we talked about real quick. 156 on the ground, one touchdown. Yep. True or false, man, Jacoby Brissett and Tyrod Taylor will both be starting quarterbacks in 2018. I can't say true because if Luck comes back and he's the starter, Tyrod's not, or uh, Brissett won't start. But if Luck leaves. That's right. No, no. They're not going to be starters. No. I don't think Brissett or Ty- Taylor are going to be starting next year. I don't think I think so. Tyrod starts somewhere. You think he does? Where, where'd you, where could you see him fitting well at? Where could Tyrod do well at? Yeah, where would be a good fit for him? You gotta, I gotta, you gotta pick a team that doesn't really have a quarterback. That's what we're looking at. That's Cleveland, Arizona. I think would be the best fit. Yeah, but they think Palmer's gonna come back. They said there's no way. That's I don't know, saying. man. That dude's got worse knees than Joe Theismann. I bet. I definitely think Tyrod in the backfield with David Johnson and those little short passes, Tyrod passes a lot. He would love it. Especially with all those, with they got no receivers other than like Fitzgerald, of course. Because I like Bruce Arians, the better play caller. So he will get David Johnson the ball as the head coach there. He'd be like, listen, you're doing your three-yard passes all day long to David Johnson. Don't worry about it. True. All right, man. True or false? When hippos are upset, their sweat turns red. False. No, that's true. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, man. It's very weird. All right, man, moving on here. Minnesota drops one, man, 24 to 31 in Carolina. Carolina, how about those guys, man? You got anything to say to me? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of things I can say real quick. One, I was right about Cam Newton <laughs> uh, struggling. But, uh, no, he, he was a better NFL quarterback yesterday than he was fantasy for sure. But what do you want me to say to you? Seems like you want me to say something. What do you think? I, I have no idea. I, I called Carolina. Easy win. They kind of got a little messed up at the end. But it, did you see Cam Newton's post-conference? He goes, the reason he slowed down and didn't score the touchdown is because if he scored the touchdown, there's over two minutes left and they have three timeouts. He goes, if he got tackled, put down the third gear, he get tackled, run the clock out, and they could win the game in a run, play which happened. True. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, hey, this is it's NFL every other quarterback, year. not a fantasy. That's an NFL quarterback move, not a fantasy move. Some running backs will just run. They'll be like, fuck it, I'm getting my touchdown. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, who was I? Can't remember who it was, man. Who? Uh, I'm just saying, I've been on Carolina year all this year about they're going to be a good team and hard team to beat, and just people need to start realizing they've been playing really good football. But you still got the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panthers every other year simply uh, they go from really good team to really shit team, and they're on the upswing it's every other year. So they should be good this year, man. I don't think anybody's going to beat the Saints, been. and no one will beat the Saints in a shootout in New Orleans. The we'll Saints. See. On Thursday, if Kamara didn't get hurt, they would have waxed the 
Atlanta's ass. Yeah. Yeah, they, they probably would have, most likely. Yeah, they definitely would have. Without Kamara, their offense is so much different. They suck without Kamara. Oh, absolutely. Just hitting on Cam real quick, man, just 137 yards passing, one touchdown, one pick. Jonathan Stewart, we hit on 103 yards on 16 carries, three touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, man, just eight carries, 35 yards, Not three catches, script. 18. They were already winning too much, so they didn't need to play him, which was good for McCaffrey owners if they had buys and stuff. His shoulder would be another week, not in many plays. It'd be better next week because yep. it would definitely not be a low-scoring game against Green Bay. Yep, and Devin Funches, man, found the end zone on this one. Greg Olson, man, can't play him. That's that's one reason why I uh, did play Steven Anderson because, man, Greg Olson, you just can't trust him with that foot, man. Twice he's uh, now come out after trying to give it a go, and he, I, you just, just got to shut him down for 2017. You can't feel good playing him in the playoffs. True or... False. A flock of crows is known as a murder. That's true. Yes, that would be correct. And uh, would you rather have Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook in PPR for 2018? I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Less competition. The way Latavius Murray looks healthy, I think it's... <laughs> no way. <laughs> you're, you're saying, you're asking me where I'm going to have. Uh-uh. Dalvin Cook, man, he lit the world on fire before he went down. You think Christian McCaffrey? Who's going to finish more points this year? Oh yeah, well, Matt Cook has probably a probably get since... next year. Injuries count in fantasy football, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, you know, I I know you like McCaffrey. I'm starting to come around him a little bit, but man, Dalvin Cook's going to have that role all to himself. No, he's not. Not with the way Latavius Murray played. I think they're going to use a different approach. They can't run because Latavius Murray was kind of hurt. That's why. Cook started off like that. If Murray came in the season healthy, it'd be different. I still think if Murray's starting to look healthy. You'll you see. you could be right though. You could be right because that was a tough that was a tough read because Murray, yeah, he missed all that time. And then he came back and he was off really season, slow out of the gate. Surgery on something or foot or something, knee. I don't know. Yeah, injury, toe, something happened. Yeah, yeah. How about this one, man? Chicago Bears. I called this one here, man. This was a good one. Beat that ass in Cincinnati, thirty-three to seven. You called this win? Hell yeah, I did. Just go check the picks. Go to fantasysportstudios.com and go check that out. But, uh, man, Mitch Trubisky, they finally let the let the reins off a little bit, man. 25 of 32 pass attempts, 25 completions. 271, just one touchdown. But we hit on Jordan Howard with his big game, 23, 147, two TDs. Tariq Cohen, man, he's a good player. I like him. I think he's got more talent than Christian McCaffrey. I'll say that, Tariq Cohen. He, man, he's just explosive. Obviously not if he's not playing. That's just a coaching thing. John Fox, man. See. Kendall Wright was the only guy that shocked the hell out of me. 10 catches, 107. Edmund got zero. The fuck happened there? Crazy, right? Great, right? Yeah. Shaheen finds the end zone, 4 for 44 to touchdown there. Uh, the Bengals side of the ball, man. Andy Dalton looks done. Less than 50% passing completion. 141, one touchdown, one pick. Giovanni Bernard, 11 carries, 62 yards. Six catches, 68 yards, though. For PPR, man, he definitely was serviceable for you there. A.J. Green, just five for 64. A little disappointing, man. What about Gio going going forward, man? You think he's going to be okay to start? Despite not getting many carries. Not unless, if Mixon's healthy, no. I don't play him. Yeah. I wonder if, if they're going to keep playing Mixon. I'm not sure what happened yesterday with the Bengals. They're just not very good, man. No, Marvin so. Lewis has got to go. Do you agree? He's fired this year. 
Yeah, it's got to be fired. All right, man. True or false? The person who invented the Frisbee was cremated and turned into a Frisbee after he died. I'm going to say yeah. That would be correct. <laughs> These people are weird. People are weird, man. For, for real. Uh, all right. Better, finish, better Dynasty League quarterback to own going forward, AJ McCarron or Mitch Trubisky? I'm going to go Mitch Trubisky. I agree. I agree. I think John Fox is another guy who needs to go, man. I know I keep talking about coaches getting fired here, man. There's a lot of coaches, I feel, that are on that hot seat. Black Monday's coming soon. Absolutely. On the hot seat. Yeah, man. I think John Fox, Marvin Lewis, uh, Chuck Pagano is a guy that's got to go. I think your boy. Uh, Vance Joseph. Yes, Vance Joseph. That's where I was going. Sorry, I think he's got to go. Jack Del Rio, I think, is going to go. Hugh Jackson, if he doesn't get a win this year, there's no way you can justify keeping him. Although, man, I can't wait to get to that game, man, because oh, I'm so close on that pick right there. But anyway, how about the Oakland Raiders dropping one to the Kansas City Chiefs, 26-15. Man, Derek Carr, 24-41, just 2-11, one touchdown, two picks. Marshawn Lynch looked good, man. He looked good in the limited work. Seven carries, 61 yards, found the end zone. Jared Cook, player of the game for the Raiders, man. Set high for 75, one touchdown. Michael Crabtree, 13 points in PPR, just six in standard. Man, Cordero Patterson also got to let you down because Patterson was kind of trending up lately, man, but couldn't get it going. Alex Smith, a disappointing 268 passing, no touchdowns, one pick. Kelsey dropped a couple of touchdowns. I don't know. A couple got overturned. I don't know what happened. He could have had a huge day. Could have, yeah. Kareem Hunt, man, 25 for 116. We hit on him. Touchdown. And Tyreek Hill, four for 75. Travis Kelsey, seven for 74. Not a lot of offensive scoring aside from the running backs. Or Kendrick West. With Kareem Hunt, they passed him the ball and did that kind of game again. Not sure why they don't use him because he's a better player than Kendrick West. He is. Green Monk could have dropped 40 yesterday. I will say that for Kendrick West, touching around that was pretty impressive. He's got some power, man, for a oh, small yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a little stocky guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of the Raiders, man? Do you think, you think they're going to be good going forward next year when they come back healthy? Yeah, I, I think it'll be different next year. You think Marshawn Lynch returns? Or think this is it for him? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. With Lynch, you never know. I think he could. I don't know. He might be like a, um, you know, like Roger Clemens did in baseball. He would just like yeah. not show up until like late. Like, I don't think he's going to show up midseason, but I think he's going to show up late. Like a Brett Favre, I should say that. How he should show up in August to like training camp or yeah. preseason. I think that's what a- Lynch is going to kind of do. AP-ish. Or AP-ish, AP-ish yeah. AP doesn't play in spring tra- or exactly. preseason. Mm-hmm. All right, man. True or false, Billy Goats piss on their own heads to smell more attractive to females. That's true. That is true. Did you ever take a page from the Goats book, man? Just uh, see if it makes Kara more interested. Nah, I just pee on her. Yeah, some people are into that, man, pissing on people, yeah. Yeah, you that's weird. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to the shower. People are fucking weird. Yeah, people are crazy, man. Yeah, something else. All right, how about this one, man? Who is the better Dynasty League player to own going forward, Tyreek Hill or Kareem Hunt? I'm going to go Tyreek Hill because uh, receivers have longer careers than running backs do. Yeah. He's been getting... I know know you're probably going to have a different... You're looking for a different answer. I think it's close. That answer threw you off a little bit and thought about it. 
No, it didn't, didn't throw me off. It, it's hard for me to decide, to be honest. I, it's close, man, because Tyreek Hill, he's got talent. He's still only second year in the league. He's explosive. Kareem Hunt is also, but he's not getting a whole lot of work consistently. Tyreek Hill is their number one receiver. He is, absolutely. He's on every play. Yeah. Kareem Hunt doesn't play every play. Yeah, you know, with, with Andy Reid there, man, I'm not sure he's ever going to really truly rely on Kareem Hunt. I, th- I don't know. I think That's like me asking, would you rather have Le'Veon Bell or DeAndre Hopkins? Dynasty. Or Antonio Brown, even? No, Brown's a receiver. I'm talking about like running running back receiver. I'd rather take DeAndre Hopkins because he's going to be around in eight years. I don't know if Le'Veon Bell will be here in eight years. I don't think Le'Veon Bell's going to be a stealer in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I would saying, take Hopkins too. Just the longevity of receivers. Like, you know, you see my team in Dynasty. What do I have? Like fucking 12 running backs? Yeah, look at my rushes. running backs. Like people see my team, like man, your team sucks. And you look at all the points. Like wait, Jamal Williams does good. Alex Paul's been doing good. This guy's been doing good. This guy, and then you see my receivers, and they're they're okay. Yeah, real quick, man. I'm excited too, man. That uh, we're going head to head two playoff matchups next week. It looks like just one. I is it just one? Yeah, we don't play each other in Dynasty. I play uh Kevin. I believe he wins. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm playing Will. That's right. All right. So uh, moving on to the next one here, Green Bay. Takes care of business against Cleveland in overtime, man. 27-21, close game. I thought Cleveland was going to upset him, man. That was one of my upset picks of the week. Doesn't happen. Brett Hundley, pretty surprising to me, man. Three touchdown passes for him. Man, this dude is just crazy. Up and down. 84 yards passing last week with the pick. Three touchdowns Hundley didn't have a great game till two minutes up in the fourth quarter. It was garbage time. Although I couldn't call it garbage, garbage time because it was a close game. So, yeah, no, but he, he showed up in the fourth for sure. Jamal Williams doesn't do much on the ground. He did get a touchdown, though. But, man, Duke can catch. Seven for 69 and a touchdown there. Two touchdowns total for him. Randall Cobb actually scored almost 12 points in PPR, man. And Aaron Jones, four carries for negative two yards. Very disappointing there. Screwed me over hardcore because I thought he was at least going to split work with him. And then you got the star of the game, man, Devonta Adams. Ten for 84, two touchdowns. Man, Cleveland side of the ball, man. It was nice to see Josh Gordon. Look good in the beginning, man. He had uh, two catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown the first drive. Yeah. Then he got one catch after that for 30 yards, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, finished with three for 69 and a touchdown. Sean Kaiser, three touchdown passes. Randall was talking trash this morning. The quarterback for uh, Green Bay Randall, Tim. They were tweeting back and forth. Oh, what was he saying? And apparently, Randall was saying about shut down, and Josh Gordon came back with something about talent on his team, which I agree. If he had a different court, I don't know why. He only... Corey Coleman kind of played really well though yesterday. Yeah, 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 he did because he found the end zone. Yeah, he ended up with eighteen or was it seven? Yeah, seventeen fantasy points, five for sixty. Here it is, five for sixty-two, one touchdown. Dude Johnson found the end zone, kind of saved the day for I you. Think you got to feel comfortable flex. playing Gordon here on out. What's that? I feel comfortable playing Gordon here on out. Oh, same here, same here. Isaiah Crowell, man, had a big get day too. Him and, and Jonathan Stewart, the two shit backs that really surprised yesterday. Nineteen for one twenty-one. It's pretty surprising, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have a question here. Does Brett Hundley start anywhere in the NFL next year? No, because he's still under contract for the Packers, I believe, for two more years. Oh, does he have two more years left? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think, or maybe next year is his last year. Let me ask you a better question then. Where would you feel comfortable drafting Josh Gordon in 2018? Right now, today. If he finishes the way he's been playing between 13 and 20 points, PPR leaks second round. 
in the second round. Yeah, I think he's going to go second or third round. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, man, because some people love that hype train. He might be like a 10th overall go, pick at the end of the first round. I wouldn't be surprised he, if they get a he could go first round, I think. Could. He, he's going to be, how about this? I say he's a top eight to 10 receiver drafted next year. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Too think, much upside. I think hands down, Brown's one and Hopkins is two. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the way it should be. So don't try the Julio shit. Don't go thinking, overthinking stuff. Yeah. And what do you think Evan drops to the fourth or fifth round? Evans? Yeah, I think he's going to be, uh, I think, fifth round. And fourth, I think he's going to be a steal for when someone gets him like a Hopkins this year. He will be. I think it's kind of like Cam. Good year, down year. Good year, down year. Yeah. Here we go, man. You ready for this one? True or false? Since today's Monday, heart attacks are more likely to happen on a Monday. Hmm. Probably because you got to <laughs> go back to work. <laughs> Where are you going, true? Yeah, I'm going to go true. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, son of a bitch. I got to go do this work shit again, man. Go back to work and dealing with your boss and stuff like that. Good thing yeah. we're our own boss. Maybe dropping some money and uh, some bets that didn't go out for you on the weekends. Yep. Man, speaking of real quick, man, um, you had a nice little win uh, in a poker tournament recently, right? Yeah, I won a couple of dollars. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, being modest, I see, man. But yeah, no, very nice from you, sir. And um, yeah, man, I give you props on that one. All right, how about this one here, man? Detroit. Edges out Tampa. Carrie doesn't listen to the show, does she? She just listens to the, like the not every the once in a while. Oh, okay. Detroit. Okay. Detroit takes this one and getting Tampa 24-21. Closer than I thought, man. I thought Detroit was gonna win this one by about seven points. But uh Tampa hung in there. I was surprised. And Matt Stafford, man, even with the the hand and all that. Did listen. He's a true soldier on the football field. He plays through injuries. If if half the NFL quarterbacks would play like him, we'd have a lot more respect. But I think he, I'm sure you can agree, he's the only quarterback in the NFL that will play through every injury. He does not take a game off or a day off from injuries. Uh, Well, the, Cersei does that too, though. Oh, my gosh. Brady plays through injuries. Not like Stafford's had. They just go unreported. <laughs> no, he's definitely... Had some, but uh, no, no, Stafford you're right. Has like I like a broke Stafford hand a lot. playing football. Tough guy, huh? Stafford has like a broke fingers playing on his right hand throwing footballs. No, I love Stafford. Stafford's definitely a tough dude, man. I'm not saying he's not. He's uh, the Iron Man quarterback. I think there's a few of them right now in the league. I think he's definitely one of them. I think Russell Wilson's another one of them. Carson Eli, Wentz. Eli was one. <laughs> I don't think Eli ever got hurt. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's ever got hurt either. It's a good thing. I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever seen Eli on, on an, any injury report ever. Maybe other than like a, a retarded injury report with that face. Oh, I know, right? Eli questionable with a uh, pouty face or some shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. But Matt Stafford, man, 381 to the air. Did throw two picks, but did throw one touchdown too. Theo Riddick, man, had himself a day in this one. Man, no, no Amir Abdullah. He, now, Abdullah's got to go, too. He, he's he's pretty terrible, man. Yeah, with uh, Theo Riddick, man, there was a huge upset in our PPR league with uh, yeah the third-place team getting beat by the sixth seed, which doesn't help me any. I'm not playing him, but it definitely helps Mike next week to give him an easy-ass win. Yeah. Because Moyer's team scored 147 this week, and he averages like 98 
or 105 in a PPR league. Yeah, that's pretty crappy. But uh, Theo Riddick, two touchdowns, man. Eric Ebron had himself a day, 10 for 94. Go My figure, boy. man. A lot of, lot of like, old-school shit happened this past yeah. week. Theo Riddick was good PPR last year, last few years. He was he struggled this year. Was Amir ruled out again? Wasn't he ruled out again? What's up? Amir was out again, right? Yeah, he was out. Yeah, he was inactive. Golden Tate, man, 8 for 85 and a touchdown. Big game from him. Marvin Jones, just 3 for 64. Looking good on that one, weeks 14 through 16. How about the Tampa side here, man? You got Jameis Winston, 285, two touchdowns, two picks. Peyton Barber, man, he was a bitcher this week. Everybody's so high on this guy. Number one waiver wire ad this week. Remember we said if Doug Martin comes back, don't play Peyton Barber, and Doug Martin came and scored a touchdown. Yeah, Peyton Barber did have more carries than him. It was a 12 to 10 split there. Yeah. Doug Martin did look good, though, in that first quarter. He did. Yeah, first quarter. Yeah, and then he a lot of people went, he reverted. First before. Very true. Man, Chris Godwin leads the the box in receiving. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say this. Mike Evans wasn't even top four in receiving for the Bucks. You had Chris Godwin, five for sixty eight, OJ Howard, four for fifty four in a touchdown. He looked, looked pretty good. Deshaun Jackson, four forty one. Even Adam Humphreys, three for twenty five. And then you got Evans with his two little catches for twenty five. <laughs> Terrible, terrible man. And I'm gonna sit Evans this week coming up and watch him getting like 150 yards and two TDs. Oh, oh, you know it's exa- that's exactly how it's gonna go down. Absolutely. All right, man. The good thing I can debate is because in my flex I can wait and debate and play Dez on Sunday night or Evans on Monday night against you. But you have Julio against Monday night against the Bucks, which you suck. Yeah. So I have that's to wait true. and see. That's true. Let me ask you this question real quick, man. Who? gets drafted higher do you think next year in in drafts do you think it's gonna be mike evans evans from marvin jones mike evans because just name i agree because the name exactly i agree marvin jones is probably gonna fall in a fifth or sixth round in a lot of leagues just because offseason people are gonna start forgetting about him he yeah. might even finish seventh eighth or draft seventh eighth even i don't know yeah i agree yeah i agree he's gonna slip tate's still the number one receiver there yes he is all right man true or false the top six foods that make you fart are beans, corn, bell peppers, cabbage, Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Are the top six? I'm going to say false because when you drink protein shakes, they make you fart. Man, you were on fire today, sir. Yeah. Man, killing it. All right, man, moving coffee on to makes the... you fart. I just know that. I've been farting all morning drinking that coffee I had. Oh, man. I can't smell it in the studio yet. Oh, dude, you were farting during the, uh, <laughs> during the, the pre-show, pre-show man. Oh, my Kill gosh. Me. Kill me. All right, man, Dallas against the Giants. Close one 10-10 for a while. Dallas pulls away 30-10 to in this one. Eli Manning and his return. Just heard Norman, Big Worm, in the dynasty because he sat deck and played Keenum. I don't know why he played Case Keenum against the Panthers. I'd rather play Dak against the Giants. That's his own fault. I can see why he probably did that, though. You played Case Keenum in Carolina against Carolina, who's a top eight defense in, in real-life NFL. Carolina secondary has been struggling, actually, the last few weeks. But they're a real-life NFL defense. Look at the quarterbacks they played. Yeah, I, I can get behind what Warmer's thinking, because I was kind of thinking a little bit along the lines of the Giants might be pumped up, man. Steve Spagnuolo, the longtime D.C. there, take stepping in as head coach. They got talent on the defensive side of the ball. They just don't know what the hell to do with it. 
Let's get to the true question. We talked about it last week. Dez had a good game. If Dez has a good game again this week, which he struggles against the Giants always, do you play him next week? A lot of people are worried about that. Sunday night against Oakland, who is horrendous. You got to play him. Because Dak is playing better. I think you have to play Dez Bryant just because of what's going to happen. Yeah, Dak's playing better right now. You got to play Dez. They're looking good. And you know what? If if you just keep by and Zeke comes back next week, I think it's just going to help you more with uh, Dez. Yeah. No, it, it will. I mean, when Zeke's there, the whole offense plays better. But, uh, man, just on this Giants game real quick, too, real quick, the Orleans Darkwood didn't do anything for you. Shane Vereen, nothing. Evan Ingram, 9.4. Pre-game, how they, they think Goldman was going to have a better day because McAdoo was the big believer in Darkwall, and the OC was not. So I'm it, not either. There, I think Darkwall is the best. He's performed the best as their lead back this year. Oh, I think he's the best running back for the Giants. I just don't think he's any good. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He's definitely the best player on offense for running back situation. Th- that's how. Oh, for running backs, yeah. Yeah, he is for the running backs for sure. Uh, Alfred Morris struggles for the Cowboys, 19 for 62. Rod Smith, man, I dropped him. This week in that league where I have Zeke hurt, I have Ty Montgomery also on IR. Even if you had Rod Smith, you or were Zeke suspended play him. him. And David Johnson on IR. You were, play, you were all in Aaron Jones and Deion Lewis this week. Yeah, I know. But can you? Uh, I did play Rod Smith the last two weeks, though, in that league. And then go figure. The week I dropped him this week, he goes off, man. Six carries, 47 yards, one touchdown. He also had five catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. But I'll tell you what, though. It's kind of false. It's kind of misleading. His stat line is fancy points there because a lot of that came on big, like two big chunk plays. Yeah, not like 85-yard touchdown catch. Yeah, the receiver. Yeah, exactly. Man, he's a big play guy. But, man, you can't play him going forward. You can't feel good about that in the playoffs. That's not consistent. Jason Witten finds the end zone again, man. Back-to-back weeks. Good for him. Des Bryant, well, like we hit on, three for 73, one touchdown. Man, when Zeke comes back, let me ask you this. When Zeke comes back, do you just plug him in right away? It's a no-brainer, I believe. Yes. Yeah, you have to. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter who the matchup is. He's just too good, man. He, you know, he's second right now in points per game for fantasy. And PPR is averaging like 27 points a game, 27.1. Pretty damn good. Let me ask you this. Does Eli Manning, and we talked about this previously, does he return to the Giants next year? No. Hmm. I, I thought he was going to. I really don't see how he'd leave. But you know what? It might be time for him to go, man. All right, man. How about this one here? A baby spider is called a spiderling. True. Correct. All right, Guys, man, I hate to on. do this. I have to cut out early because we're heading down to the Dolphin game. But Chris is going to finish it up here. Do you want to just hit the mailbag? Do you have time for that or no? Yeah, hit the mailbag real quick. And then uh, you can do the recaps. All right. Let's go, man. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Oh, shit, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. I got boxes full of. They've been asking for their mail. It's all they're talking about up there. Number one. I read on the website that you guys are going to be adding videos to the Fantasy Sports Studios YouTube channel. Can you share a little bit about you will post, Craig in Portland, Oregon? 
So pretty much, man, what we're going to be doing is, you know, we got some competition videos between Jeff and I and a few other guys that we're going to be broadcasting. We're also going to be broadcasting the podcast on YouTube live soon. We get a lot of requests about that as well. We'll be posting some new segments, NFL highlights and more going forward. But the NFL news segments and highlights won't go on until uh, spring 2018. But everything else is going to start up here within the next few weeks. So, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of that one, man. Next question here. What's the gayest thing you have ever done? Brett in San Marco, California. Brett's like a total frat boy named on it. Go ahead, Jeff. Take this one. I've never done anything gay. No? No. The thing that came to my mind when I read this was there was a time, this is probably about four or five years ago, man. I was down in South Beach. You've been to South Beach before, right? I'm sure you have. Yes. Obviously, it's not far. All right. So there's this one place, one bar we're at in South Beach, man. $35 drinks, right? One drink, 35 bucks. Friggin' insane. So, man, we're drinking down there, and I'm thinking, man, you got to be like, friggin', you got to have a millionaire dollar, million dollar budget to be drinking over here, man. $35 drinks, my goodness. So the bartender was gay, right? And, man, I, I totally pretended to be gay in South Beach because the drinks were so damn expensive, man. Man, so I just played the role, and I flamed the F out, so I didn't flame the F out of my wallet, man. Just, uh, man, I... I I think I played it pretty well. Some, some of my buddies that were down there, man, were like, they're looking at me first like this. They're looking at me like, what the F is wrong with you? What the hell are you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm trying to drink for free over here, man. Y'all y'all can pay 35 bucks a drink, man. You go order 10 drinks, man. You're out, you're out 350 on that one, man. So that'd be me right there, man. All right, moving on. Number three, after Brett Huntley's three touchdown game, is he worth picking up in Dynasty Leagues? Megan in Binghamton, New York. Yeah, a dynasty, why not? He's young quarterback. It's always good to have backups. I'm not taking him, man. I still don't buy it. Not buying it. If you have it. a Plus, roster spot, you know, take him, see what happens. You can always drop him. Yeah, I mean, you, no, you could. You could. I just think there's so many good quarterbacks right now that are coming into the league, and you got the draft class coming in full of quarterbacks. I'd rather take a shot with those guys than Brett Huntley. All right, Jeff, we'll sign off real quick. And then I'll come back in here. Finish out the recap, man, and then I'll go ahead and get into the preview, all right? All right, so moving on. The New York Jets get shut out, man. 23 to nothing in Denver. Josh McCown gets injured in this one after going 6 of 12 for 46 yards and a pick, man. Did not play well against that Denver secondary, man. Bryce Petty comes in, plays even worse than that. <laughs> two, two of nine, just 14 yards passing. Ball power sucks. Shit the bed for you, 13 for 35, just 2.7 yards per carry. Matt Forte, no better. Man, it's just tough to own any Jets players right now, except Robbie Anderson, who I do like. I don't think Robbie Anderson's startable anymore for 2017. Anderson just three catches, 27 yards against that tough Denver secondary there. With Bryce Petty playing quarterback going forward, I don't like it. Don't like anybody on the Jets offense going forward, man. They're, they are now the Cleveland Browns without Josh McCown. Josh McCown kept them afloat, man. They got some decent talent at some of the skill positions. But with Petty back there, no thanks, man. I'll pass on that. CJ Anderson, 22 carries in this one, just 48 yards on the ground. Could not find pay dirt here. Demarius Thomas, man, eight catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Nobody else of note in this one. Moving on to the Tennessee Titans, who drop one in Arizona, 12-7. Good call by your boy here on that one. Man, Tennessee's offense, man, anemic. Marcus Mariota, the epitome of anemic offense quarterbacks. 16 of 31, 159, two 
interceptions. DeMarco Murray, nothing for you there. Derrick Henry did find the end zone, otherwise struggled on the ground. Receivers, Corey Davis. Is there is there a bigger disappointment than Corey Davis? All the hype coming out of college, all the hype coming in after his week one performance, and he gets the hamstring issue, comes back. Everybody's back on that train, and that train, man, has not left the station. That train is still stuck in gear, man. Cardinals have the ball. Blaine Gabbert, not fantasy relevant here. Curran Williams got the start again with AP being out. Curran Williams goes 20 for 73. Couldn't find the end zone in this one. Larry Fitzgerald, just 5 for 44. Ricky Seals-Jones, a.k.a. Salsa, just one catch, 20 yards. Disappointment. Moving on to the Redskins, who drop one in L.A. to the Chargers, 30-13. to 13. Kirk Cousins looks like dog shit here. Samaj P. Ryan looks like horse shit. And Jamison Crowder looks like pig shit, man. All of them look like shit. Looks terrible. Terrible offensive performance by the Redskins. Josh Doxson finishes with the same stat line as Crowder, just three for 34. Vernon Davis, at least he got the got in the end zone, got you 10 points. On the Chargers side of the ball, Phillip Rivers played pretty well in this one, 319, two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, 22 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Kind of a Melvin Gordon-ish type of performance there. Austin Eckler, four carries, 49 yards. I wish they would get him more involved. I really do. Tyrell Williams, big play wide receiver in this one, man. Four for 132 and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, also pretty big game. Six for 111. Could not find the end zone, though. And Hunter Henry, four for 50 with a touchdown. Moving on to the, I think was one of the games of the week right here, was the Seattle Seahawks and the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. You got Russell Wilson, one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league right now, taking on the best defense by far in the league in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars pull it out, man, 30-24. to 24. Russell Wilson, 271 through the air, three touchdowns. He did throw three picks, which hurts you a little bit. Mike Davis continues to look like the best running back in Seattle all season. 15 carries, 66 yards. No touchdowns for him, though. Hard to play any running back in Seattle this year. I wouldn't. Even Mike Davis, I would not play him. J.D. McKissick, just three carries, 15 yards. Tyler Lockett was a leading receiver in this one. Four catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Doug Baldwin also found the end zone, three for 78. And Paul Richardson also found caught a touchdown here. Almost had two of them, actually, but finishes with three for 72. And McKissick did get you eight points in PPR leagues because he had those five catches for 20 yards there. Blake Bortles, man, who I think is really being undervalued, underrated right here. Blake Bortles, the last few weeks, I mean, the last month, really, has played pretty well at quarterback. And he goes 18 for 27 in this one, 268, two touchdowns. Lena Fournette, 24 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown there. Good to see him bounce back. For receivers, Keelan Cole, which I'm sure nobody played. Three catches, 99 yards, one touchdown. My boy, D.D. Westbrook, five catches, 81 yards, also finding pay dirt with a touchdown. Marquise Lee gets you 11.5 fantasy points in PPR leagues, going 5 for 65. Atlanta Fournette, man, he got involved in the passing game. Four catches for a whopping 18 yards. Man, good to see you, though, man. Nice to see Atlanta Fournette and Kareem Hunt just kind of put it all together, man, just in time for the fantasy playoffs. And then the other game, man, I want to get you right now is right on par with that one, man. This one was also... One of the games of the week right here, man. It was a tough toss-up. I can't really pick one of the, one over the other. They were both excellent games to watch. I was flipping, flipping back and forth. Philadelphia wins on the road in L.A. against the Rams, 43-35. to And this one was close, man. 
37-35 there right at the end until the Rams just botched a kick um, a kickoff return and Philadelphia scoops it up and runs in it for six. But Carson Wentz really does suck, man. We already hit on that. It does suck that he suffered that injury, man. It really sucks. I hope he's okay. I'm not sure if he's going to be ready for training camp next year. But, man, just prayers go out to him, man. He's a good dude. I like Carson Wentz a lot. Like I said, probably my favorite young quarterback in the league is a toss-up between him and Garoppolo. Those two guys are my guys, man, for this next wave of, of uh, good quarterbacks coming into the league. So Wentz goes for 291, four touchdowns and a pick in this one. Really solid performance. That last touchdown came, like we said, after the ACL injury. Jay Ajayi, 15 for 78, no touchdown there. Corey Clement, 6 for 24. Torrey Smith finally shows up, makes an appearance, man. 6 for 100. And Trey Burton filling in for Zach Ertz. Now, this makes me wonder, too, man. I'll have to ask, ask Jeff this when we do the, the preview show because Zach Ertz was out. Trey Burton comes in and fills in nicely, like didn't miss a beat. Burton goes 5 for 71, two touchdowns, man. Pretty damn impressive there. And Nelson Aguilar, man, is really becoming a reliable flex PPR wide receiver, man. Even a wide receiver two some weeks. And he was a one last week. But uh, yeah, no, he's definitely a flex starter for sure. Aguilar, eight catches, 64 yards, no touchdown. But man, still got you 16. On the Rams side of the ball, Jared Goff, man, continues to show that he is legitimate, that he is for real. 16 for 26, 199, two touchdowns. Todd Gurley, just 13 carries, but man, he did a lot with them. 96 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup with the big game here. Five catches, 118, one touchdown. Gurley also got you three catches for 39 yards as well. Sammy Watkins, three catches, 21 yards, and a touchdown. And that kind of seems to be the norm for Sammy Watkins right now. Just a few catches a game, but he's going to find the end zone, man, like he's shown. Let's go back. I said the last two games were my game of the week, 1A, 1B. Well, there's a 1C, too, because the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, that was some entertaining stuff right there. Pittsburgh pulls it out, man, being down by nine points with four minutes to go. They come back, defeat the Baltimore Ravens 39-38. to Ben Roethlisberger. I was down on this week. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be upfront about it. 66 pass attempts. But what's more impressive is that he completed 66.6% of them. 44 of 66, a 506, two touchdowns, zero picks. Ravens definitely missed Jimmy Smith in this one for sure. Le'Veon Bell struggled on the ground against that tough Ravens front, man. 13 for 48, but he did score two touchdowns on the ground. And he also headed nine catches for 77 yards and a touchdown as well. Just a huge day for Le'Veon Bell. Just a great performance overall by him. Antonio Brown just continues to dominate. Call me crazy. I think Antonio Brown is one of the top six or seven wide receivers of all time. He might even be top five. I, he is. I'm saying right now, Antonio Brown's a top five all-time NFL wide receiver. The only, I think he's ahead of Chris Carter. Absolutely. I think he's ahead of Michael Irvin. I think he's ahead of all these guys. The only guys I'd put him behind, and that's just basically due to longevity right now, I put Jerry Rice ahead of him, obviously. He's the GOAT for wide receivers. Randy Moss, I think I'm going to put Terrell Owens ahead of him just for the longevity and the touchdowns. And then I don't know who I'd put after after T.O. Ahead of, ahead of Antonio Brown. Brown might be the number three or four best. No, not number three. I think he's number four right now. I think Brown, I think he's going to be 
the fourth best wide receiver of all time. Wow. Sounds crazy to say, man. He's still a pretty de- pretty young man. But I'm saying it. I'm saying it, man. This dude is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. 11 catches, 213 yards. Didn't find the end zone. Didn't need to. Still killed it this week. Juju Smith shoots the returns in week 15. And that's going to be a hell of a game to get to, man. Can't wait to preview that one later in the week to preview the Patriots and Steelers, man. That's going to be a hell of a showdown right there. And hitting on the Ravens side of the ball real quick, Joe Flacco. Pretty good performance for him. 269 passing, two touchdowns, one pick. Alex Collins had himself a game, man. 18 carries, 120 on the ground, found the end zone. Buck Allen, man, makes the most of his carries. Just got six of them, but two of those carries went for touchdowns. Total 25 yards rushing on this one. Danny Woodhead seems to be kind of the forgotten man. I mean, Buck Allen and uh, Alex Collins both ahead of him on the depth chart, clearly, which nobody would have thought that going into the season for sure before the Woodhead Woodhead injury. Mike Wallace has a decent game, 3 for 72, 10.2 points. Flex-worthy, I suppose, there in PPR. Chris Moore finds the end zone, 3 for 48, touchdown. And nothing else to note there. Challenge flag. And I'm sure Jeff wishes he was still around to get ahead and go over this one, man. We're going to recap some of the challenges from the Week 14 preview show. So, as it stands right now, I currently lead Jeff 5-4 to four on the Week 14 challenges. And there was a total of... Wow, there's a total of 15 that we had last week. Yeah, we definitely cranked it up there last week or in the Week 14 preview show. So we got some that are still, still wide open, man. We still uh, can't really call those until after Week 16, end of season. We'll just hit on the ones that I won and the ones that Jeff won. And Jeff's not here to make excuses, so this should go pretty quickly here. So I challenged Jeff that Cam Newton would finish with less than 18 fantasy points in Week 14. That was a good call, good call on me there. I also challenged Jeff that Hunter Henry would outscore Cameron Brait. Took that one home as well. Another one I got right, I said that Marquise Goodwin would be a top 20 wide receiver this week. And hitting on the last two I called correctly here, Jeff challenged me that Mike Evans would have more than 14 fantasy points. And of course, we know Mike Evans just 4.5 fantasy points on two of 25 receiving. And the last one that I took home for a week I challenged Jeff that Austin Safarian Jenkins would finish outside the top 12 among fantasy tight ends in week 14. And ASJ just one catch for one yard. And I'll recap Jeff's real quick because I'm sure he wanted me to do that for him. So here we go. Jeff challenges Chris that Devontae Adams has more than 10 fantasy points. He sure enough did. Jeff challenges Chris that Jamal Williams outscores Aaron Jones in week 14. Certainly did. Jeff challenges that Green Bay will beat Cleveland in week 14. And Jeff won by the skin of his ass, man. Barely. Overtime, man. I thought Cleveland was going to pull it out. Green Bay did, did win in overtime. So Jeff gets the point there. And the last one that Jeff hit on, I challenged Jeff that Marshawn Lynch would be a top 12 running back this week. Oh, Jeff did not win this one now that I'm rereading it. Okay, so let me clarify. Of the challenges for strictly or solely week 14, I defeated Jeff 5-3 to three because that Marshall Lynch challenge, that is for weeks 14-16. to 16, So I'm still on that Lynch train, baby. Fantasy Preview. And we're going to preview real quick the Miami Dolphins hosting the New England Patriots in Miami. 
It's unseasonably cold down here right now, man. It's 52 degrees at kickoff. Oh, that's what it's expected to be. It's currently 60 degrees right now. Not typical South Florida weather, that's for sure. Usually we're hitting right around 75 to 85 degrees, somewhere in between. I think that cooler weather is going to help the Patriots in this one, man. I totally expect the Patriots to dominate in this game. I don't think Jake Cutler has it in him to go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. I don't I don't see that happening. Kenyon Drake, oh man, you know, I think I think he's going to be okay if he's the feature back. If they if Kenyon Drake gets more than 15 touches in this game, I think he will get more than 15 points. How about that? If he doesn't and I don't feel good about Kenyon Drake either because the Patriots rush defense in the middle, their run defense uh, uh, in the middle, especially with Malcolm Brown in there, has been pretty solid of late. It's on the edges where they struggle the most. And we'll see if Adam Gase runs Kenyon Drake to the outside, and that's where he should run run the football. Jarvis Landry, I think, is going to finish as the number one wide receiver for Miami just because Stephon Gilmore has really stepped up his game the Patriots secondary has played really well lately. And I don't think Kenny Stills is going to have a big game here. Demonte Parker is just an afterthought at this point. So, yeah, I expect, I think Jarvis Landry gets you around 13 fantasy points in this one in PPR leagues. I can see him going for about seven catches, 60 yards. I don't think he's doing anything spectacular. I think Kenny Drake scores a touchdown. Let me just go back to Drake real quick. If he gets more than 15 touches, 15 or more touches, I should say, I think he does find the end zone. Jay Cutler, as we all know, he's going to be good for about two interceptions in this one. Let's just hope it doesn't go to Malcolm Butler for my own selfish purposes in Dynasty League and that playoff matchup I have there going on there. Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead and James White. I like all three Patriots running backs in this one because Gronk's going to be out. I do not like Dwayne Allen. Brandon Cooks, I think it's going to be pretty decent as well. But I'm going to write the Patriots running backs for you real quick. I'm going to say Rex Burkhead finishes as the number one Patriots running back. I'm going to say Deion Lewis finishes as the number two and James White number three. And if I had to project fantasy points for each of them, I'm going to say Rex Burkhead gets you about 22 fantasy points. I'm going to say Deion Lewis gets you about 16 fantasy points. And James White, I think, is going to get about 12 fantasy points. This is all in PPR scoring. Brandon Cooks, I can see him going for about eight catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. I think he's going to have a pretty big day. Dwayne Allen, I think he gets maybe two catches, 20 yards, somewhere around there. I think he's going to let people down who think that Dwayne Allen's going to all of a sudden step in and be startable or he's going to be okay, like an okay streamer. He's not going to be. It's not going to happen for him. So that pretty much covers that, man. I expect the Patriots to totally win this one. 11 half points is a spread. I think the Patriots are going to win this one. I'm going to say 38 to 17. Yeah, Patriots defense killing 11.8 points per game since week five. Pretty damn impressive. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the week 14 fantasy football recap show. We will be back, Chris and Jeff, both Friday for the fantasy football week 15 preview show. Looking forward to that, man. Absolutely. Man, this is a big week for y'all, man, for everybody, myself included. Win this week, locked into that championship game for week 16. So pumped for week 15. Can't wait. Man, I'm going to release a show, a little show segment for you guys tomorrow just to recap the Patriots-Dolphins game real quick as well as to hit on a few waiver wire ads that you might want to look into for week 15. There's really, At this point, there's really not too many people to go add, but I am going to hit on a few names of guys that are available in less than 80% of fantasy football leagues. 
Also, real quick, guys, there's a new show that Fantasy Sports Studios is coming out with called The Wire. It's a little news segment, little five-minute clips, man. Really, really quick, really quick hitters, man. Just recaps what's going on in the NFL news, some fantasy news as well. Pretty solid little program, man. It's real quick, like I said. So for those that just want some quick hitting information, quick hitting news, good little program to check out, man. Again, that's The Wire. It's available everywhere where you stream media, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, SoundCloud, where have you. It's, it's everywhere right now. So that's a new one, man. just want to throw out there. And also, guys, please, please leave us a review if you may. We'd really appreciate it. You can leave us a review on iTunes, tune in again, wherever you guys stream media. Be more than more than thankful, man. We would just be so thankful if you guys just subscribe and leave a review. Really appreciate it. And guys, we're going to give you guys some incentive as well. If you leave a review on any one of those platforms that you listen to, take a screenshot and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com and you will be entered into our next prize pack giveaway. You can always email the show at questions at fantasysportsstudios.com. Just put the flex at the subject line or you can email the show at theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com. Man, just pumped for week 15, man. It's here. But I'd be lying if I said I also wasn't a little sad either because that means that we're just that much closer to the end of the football season. Ugh. And just to reiterate, guys, for, y- for y'all that don't know or new listeners here, the Flex runs 365. We are here every week. There is no offseason for us at the Flex or Fantasy Sports Studios for that matter either. So thank you again, guys, for listening. We love you guys. You guys are the best. You guys are hardcore, dedicated. We love you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, man, anything you want to say before we get out of here, Jeff? Sorry, I had to turn out early, guys. Got to leave her at 2. Everybody's already texting me, waiting to go. So um, good luck. And we'll give you some previews, some Christmas, throw some ads up in a little bit. Yep, sounds good, man. We'll see you soon. We'll get those videos going within the next week or two, to be honest. So we're going to get them out sooner than I said, three weeks. We're going to try to get them out less than two. All right, man. Till later in the week, man. Do the preview for week 15. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy S Studios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Fantasy Sports Studios.